Welcome to the audio ministry of Nanda Flora Williams. She is a speaker, author, psalmist, and coach. As you listen, be inspired, motivated, and challenged. So we've been dealing with the orphan spirit and we talked about fear and insecurity. Um, some signs of when you're in a relationship with somebody who is insecure, just some things that they do, um, just to help you recognize the signs in yourself and myself, sometimes when we're insecure, is orphans are extremely defensive. So they would stand their ground, defend their point. They would not allow you to say that they have an issue. No, no, they're, they're defensive. They always, someone says that some people always have a lawyer inside of them, always ready to defend themselves. They'll be defensive. Another thing is they play the blame game. So it's not my fault. It is yours. It's always your fault. You're always wrong. There's nothing it's nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. You know, when you're emotionally whole and secure in yourself, you are able to take correction. You don't see uh, um, correction as um, nobody likes correction because not, not it's not it's not you, 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 no matter how it's delivered, even in a very loving way, we still don't like it because it's like ah, something about me that I do that. You yes, yeah, you know, you just don't really want to like hear something bad about yourself. It may not be bad. It may just be some area where you need to be... You can get better in if we can look at look at it that way. But um, when, we, when, we, when we are insecure, we play the blame game. So it's not about me or there is a reason why I'm doing this and it's always somebody else's or something else's fault, not me, because we can't bear to look at ourselves and say, oh, actually... I messed up or I did this or I said that or, you know, if, if, if someone who's secure, if you tell them they did something, they say, okay, um, they may say, uh, I'm, I don't necessarily agree with you. However, you may be right. I'll think about it. And they'll think about it and come back and say, if they think they're wrong, they'll say to you, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. shouldn't have said that because it, it doesn't take anything away from them. They are sure of who they are. They are confident in themselves. So they don't play the blame game. Another sign of insecurity is finding fault in everything. Finding fault in everything else. When you find fault in everything else. So there's always a problem with somebody else. It's always, there's always a problem with somebody else. So there's an issue, but there's a problem with somebody else. Last thing. A desire to be right all the time. I mean, except you are the cherubims and seraphims by the, you know, in the presence of Jesus and the angels and God, Father. You cannot be right all the time. But someone who is insecure has that need to be right all the time. They need to be right. They must be right every single time. They are right. They are right about everything. There's nobody that that's right about everything. We all make mistakes. We're all, um, we all fall short of God's glory. That's what the word of God says. We all have times when we don't do everything right. 
But God loves us all the same. You know, when you have that sense and that security in you that you are loved, irrespective of your weaknesses, your shortcomings, your limitations, your you did or you didn't do, or you said or you didn't say, you wore or you didn't wear, you have no point to prove. A secure person has no point to prove. But when we're insecure, then we have to be right all the time. So it's important that we look at ourselves and we ask ourselves. Yeah, I'll pick on the men now. Yeah. I remember I was talking to my uh, my mom and dad, my English mom and dad, and uh, my English mom said, uh, my my English dad is is right all all the time. He's correct all the time. And my English dad said, well, maybe something about a man. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. The truth is, we don't have to be right all the time. So if secure people don't have to be right all the time. They're not defensive. They don't play the blame game. They don't find, find fault in everything else but themselves. And they know when they are wrong and they admit it. And they are humble enough to say, actually, I'm sorry. The third sign of having an orphan mentality is having a performance mentality. When you are secure and you are loved and you are accepted and you feel embraced by God, by people, and you do that for yourself, you have no drive to perform. That doesn't mean you don't have a drive for life or you are not passionate. It just means you don't have to be constantly um, doing I find that sometimes, I remember I used to go to a church where every time there was a holiday, there was a break, there was a pause, generally, when people should be resting with their families, there was a program in church. And it was like a roller coaster. I felt like a hamster on a wheel. And we're just constantly just doing things, doing things, doing, 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 doing. We spent some time there and we, we left. I think for me, at times, I just really felt like I was just performing. And at times, I remember that I'll stand before going to church. I always had to find the, my best clothes and just dress. And I, I would not want to go to church if I didn't have looked a certain way because everybody dressed. Everybody was so well-dressed. They were just so all well-dressed. Is there anything wrong with dressing well to go to church? No. But I think when that becomes like the thing that is more important than me getting ready in the morning and just praying and just loving God and then finding what I can find or what I feel like wearing and just wearing it and going to church, then there's a, there's a problem there. In certain, let me be nice, let me see, in certain environments let me put it that way yes certain environments sometimes i find that there is such a culture and maybe maybe being a nigerian there is a need and a drive for us to be successful that sometimes leads us to be very performance oriented and we do church and we do god and we do activities around that and there was a time in my life and i was like when when it was about you needed to be there. You needed to do what you were doing. You needed to show up. Even if you're, you had one leg, one arm, and you were bleeding, just be there. You just needed to turn up. Until I think I had an experience that made me 
sort of change my perspective. In Matthew 17, from verse 1 to 8, Jesus is on the mountain of transfiguration and he has gone with his three disciples disciples, and he's there and Jesus is praying and he gets transfigured and his clothes change and a lot is happening spiritually and while that is going on, Peter gets really excited in his usual fashion and he begins to talk. I'll read the portion of scripture. So Matthew 17 from verse 1 to 8 says, After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. So Jesus takes Peter, James, and John, and they go by themselves. I think that's more about relationship than performance. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. And that's something that happens when we spend time with God. We change. We all, we all, we we change. Verse three says, just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I'll put up three shelters. One for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. So Jesus having this experience, he's being transformed, he's communing with the Father and he's changing. I think maybe what Peter should have been concerned about was him changing more than him having to do something. Because when we come to church and we are so busy trying to do and not trying to be with God, that's when we get drained. That's when church becomes a chore. That's when church is no longer church. We go because we have to be there. If we're not there, the pastor will be angry. Or the the head of department will not be pleased. Or if we're not doing this or that, then the space is empty. It's no longer about relationship. It's now about just performing. The reason why we go to church is not because we have to fulfill a duty. That is important. The reason why we go to church is because we have to have a relationship with God. That's the first and most important thing. And it's, It is so vital because we start to lose our joy. We start to lose our peace. We start to lose our sense of who we are when it's all about what we're doing. So I said, when we have an offense spirit, we generally have a performance mentality. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that you've been blessed, encouraged, and transformed to go out and make a difference.